2: This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number three as we welcome you back in. It's our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas, VSIN Bet Center, as we are witnessing right now one of the games of the college basketball season with a Pac 12 tournament championship on the line. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. We're just a few miles away from T Mobile. Uh, Jeff. We wish we were there, but we're here. We've got a front row seat. A lot of people behind us in the beautiful Circus Sports book watching it. And Arizona has found some life in the second half. UCLA outplaying them. Most of the first half had the five-point lead. We're laying a point and a half or two at the break. But how about Arizona, this stretch where we had the uh, the big N1 from Christian Coloco. Then Jules Bernard for UCLA responds with a huge three on one end. Benedict Matherin, who had struggled shooting just one of seven from three to start. He answers with a triple Coloco hits another bucket. It's Arizona now by three timeout UCLA with nine minutes to go. And we're seeing Arizona now Jeff up to a three and a half point live favorite, but a great finish assuredly in store.
3: Yeah. Spectacular game Two high at two high quality teams. As we've said again, uh, Arizona clearly a number one seed. They're going to be the number two overall seed. It's just a matter of which reason they get shipped to. And look, this is big gut check time for UCLA led by as much as nine in the second half. Uh, And The the lead is blown, and now all of a sudden, again, as we said, important game for UCLA. Much more important game for them than it is for Arizona. Obviously, UCLA is in. They're clearly a top-16 seed, but getting off the four-line would be very helpful for Uh, the
2: Bruins. Indubitably, it it would be very helpful in that case. One other game at the half right now. That is in our WAC tournament title game. Another game in Las Vegas uh, at the Orleans Arena where... Uh, my my one pregame play coming into our night session, Jeff took New Mexico State on the overnight last night at minus three, closed minus five and a half, taking on an Abilene Christian team in their fourth game in four nights. And this defensive-minded Wildcat team that had forced over 60 turnovers in their first three games appears to have run out of gas in this one. 30-21 to 21, New Mexico State at the half. They're laying one for the second half. We do have a 69 and a half second half total after 51 in the first half. That, that At least on first glance, Jeff feels a touch high, but... I'm content with just holding out on my position here. Aggies look like the right side so far here at Orleans. Well, you were right. So far, you are right. It's rare, because when you call these games, usually you're dead wrong in any bets you're
3: actually (laughs) (laughs) make. But here's the the thing, though, and, and we mentioned this before. This is the key of knowing your format of the conference tournament. Because New Mexico State was the best team in this league, even though they were not themselves by the end of the regular season. And Abilene Christian was again one through seven of that league was actually for a for 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 the whack where the whack has been the last few years one through seven that conference was pretty darn good because Utah Valley was a seven seed and they beat BYU earlier in the year but it's just very difficult to ask a team at any level to play four straight days and win four straight games against a team that is just playing for the second time so. I, again, I, I this, what we said before, it is open three, steam to five and a half, five. So far, the steam is working so far.
2: Yeah, and uh, when you have a, a player in Teddy Allen who is the WAC player of the year transferred in from uh, Nebraska who has has been a do-it-all guy for New Mexico State and a, a team who has just owned this league historically, it, it's not, you, you wonder, Jeff, as you point out, how different will that be now with all the really good Southland teams added? But, I mean, Teddy Allen, 10 points in the first half, a New Mexico State team in there, would you believe this, Jeff? Tenth straight whack tournament title game. Wow. Yet, yeah, but they've never, never. I mean, I've, we've joked about this for years. You and I have that we've we've bet or picked in bracket pools in New Mexico State in the first round just about every year. One of these of this run they've had in the last decade, and our running joke is whenever we the year we don't pick them, they will inevitably win in the first round. Came very close against Auburn two years ago, before their run was was finally snapped. Then last year were big favorites to win that tournament before COVID shut it down in 2020, but. That's a, that's a team that uh, it's interesting because a lot of their metrics like they're, I mean, they're a top, ni- you know, top 90 in Ken Palm, not that impressive for, of these smaller to mid major conference teams, Jeff, but I mean, it's a team with a legit division one score. Teddy Allen was in the rotation at West Virginia as a freshman when they made the sweet 16 back in 2018 and they've, and they've got a ton of experience of, of, with four returning starters on that group. It's going to be a hard out. We saw Grand Canyon last year. The representative out of the wacky of Iowa, a really good game, and they covered, covered covered pretty easily covered, in the two fifteen game.
3: They covered with the guy with the uh, with the Scandinavian name. That's that Asbjorn Mitgard. There we go. There we go. We, uh, but yeah, uh, he was great. But uh, look, uh, look, 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 Ben. This is their fourteen seed. Lenardi projection. I feel like that's right. They draw Texas Tech as Lenardi has. They will. Now that would not be. They would. They will. They will lose sixty-five <laughs> to fifty-one. But a- again, this, there are a bunch of teams, and and I will say this because every year there are always upsets in the conference tournaments, and we see some really good teams go out before before they should. There have been enough high seeds in these tournaments, enough one seeds winning their conference tournaments, that you you when you see that usually, then all right, we get a bunch of these one seeds winning. You can get better better fourteen seeds. Better 13 seeds for sure. And this year, I mean, Longwood, we saw how impressive they were through the Big South Tournament after, quite frankly, they should have lost to NCAA in the first round and then rolled Winthrop in the title game. Mm -hmm. Colgate, perennial Patriot League champion, played totally destroyed Navy for a good chunk of that game. New Mexico State and then uh, Lake of Montana State, who, again, I don't know if I would want to bet on them, but they're quality. It's not like this one game going on right now where the Islanders at Texas A and M Corpus Christi. Hey, you're locked more, into the Islanders. Are more than likely going to be playing, uh, playing the, uh, playing Texas Southern in uh, in Dayton for the right to go to uh, play Gonzaga and lose
2: by 35 in Portland uh, later in the week, Ben. Yeah, so the the annual MEAC, Southland Swack, sometimes NEC quartet there. In the 16 uh, play in game. Well, you mentioned some of those some of those smaller conference tournaments as well. I want to go rapid fire, get your thoughts on. We, there are three earlier today winners in their respective small conference tournaments. I want to get your thoughts on, on either of these three you feel I could be live. Vermont, who was just far and away the best team in the America East all year, they blow oh. out UMBC. 16 and a half point favorite. Wasn't even close. 82 43. Likely, you think about where they'll get slotted in, Jeff. I am seeing based on. The, the Joe Lenardi projection coming in, 13 seed. That could be a team that uh, Providence draws, at least of his current uh, mock as, as of right now, a team in a week conference that has had really little competition this year, but they've certainly been really impressive in that league.
3: Yeah, I think, look, they were so much better than everyone else in that league. Uh, UMBC probably was the second best team. I know Stony Brook was DQ'd from that conference tournament because they're moving to the Colonial Athletic. Merrick East didn't overturn the rules like the Horizon did for UIC, but uh, it wouldn't have mattered. If it, 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 it was Stony Brook, uh, if it was even a good Seawolves teams, Vermont would have ro- rolled through them, kind of like they did the UMBC today. Uh, Thirteen seed probably for Vermont. Depends on the draw. Depends on the draw for them. Uh, that is a team that ever since uh, the days of Coppenrath and Sorrentine, of course, upsetting we Syracuse yeah. in 2004, this is a program that really has not had any success uh, in the big dance. Uh, few years ago, uh, 20, uh, 2019, they uh, lost to Florida State, depending on what number you got. They either covered or they didn't cover. Uh year before, tournament appearance before that, they were beat pretty handily by the Purdue Boilermakers, a game they did not cover in either. Uh, I, I, it's just a matter of, it's really just a matter of draw. I'm pro- again, it will depend on the draw. Uh, right now, they are projected to play Providence in the <laughs> oh, yeah. in, in, in Linardi's bracket, where... If they end up there, that would be a uh, interesting one where I would probably be looking to bet Providence yet again.
2: Uh, well, 0-4 in NCAA tournament since that. T.J. Sorrentine, uh, Mike Brennan led uh, Vermont team. Brennan, the former head coach there, John Becker, they've not won a tournament game under him. But uh, 28-5, and top 60 in Ken Palm. Uh, so, look, a, te- a team that you would think, again, depending on the matchup, could be uh, very live in round one. Uh, we mentioned uh, Miak SWAC. These are teams likely... Uh, that we, we would see uh, either as 16 seeds or in that play-in for the 16 seed. Norfolk State, the the heavy, another team who was a heavy tournament favorite in their respective conference, minus 225 at a lot of shops or even greater than that. They take care of business, beat Coppin State by 15 today. I, remember, no, I mean, there was a, a scare there early, the 1-8 game, Jeff, in that conference tournament where... We nearly had a, a massive upset, but Norfolk State—they end up winning—win that game by uh, 15 here. And for you know, for you and I as Mizzou guys, every time we see, see Norfolk State, yeah, that never fun. We we are inevitably harking back O'Quinn. to what happened uh, this this week or this uh, this two-week stretch here a decade ago. Oh, that's scary. Ten years ago, ride. Kyle Quinn and Norfolk State shocked uh, our Missouri Tigers when we were still in school at that point as a, we're fr- as a we were freshmen. Yeah.
3: Crazy. That was, that was, uh, that, was when I, that was, that was when you, you know, we'll say, we'll, we'll say this Norfolk about Norfolk state. We'll say this about Norfolk. They're clearly going to be a 16 seed. They should avoid Dayton. They, they could, they could probably hang in against Kansas or Baylor for a little bit. They probably be about 17, 18, 19 point underdogs against either of those teams. Uh, it probably, probably would not be worth betting against Baylor. Baylor would probably put the clamps on them and, would really have a, they really would have a problem scoring against Baylor. Yeah. Kansas they probably have a better shot of covering against uh, assuming that is the matchup. If they play Arizona they'll give up 100 points to Arizona.
2: Well the the issue for them normally you see these a lot of these teams like out of the MIAC or Swat come in with near 500 records because they just get pummeled in the non-con. Uh, but Norfolk State didn't play anybody, which is bizarre for a team like that. The only, I mean they only played I mean, they played New Mexico, Wichita State, and Xavier. and oh, got, lost and, to Xavier and, by And, 40. and got, got blasted by all three. Yeah, so they really didn't good. play anybody. One of the worst strength of schedules in the country. Uh, but they get the win. What do you think about uh, Texas Southern? They win their conference today. Covered the four against Alcorn State, 87-62. SWAC tournament champions. They were about plus two and a quarter there to win that conference.
3: Yeah, I'm a little bit aggravated myself that I actually didn't take that future pre-tournament. They, they, they were, Even though they were the three seed, they were pretty clearly the best team in that tournament. Uh, the one seed, Alcorn State, who they beat in the final uh Needed a Prairie View A&M melt from hell in order that's to, one way uh, to put it. In, in order to even get out of the first round of that tournament. Like I, they're playing 16, they're playing 16. Uh, they would, I would, I, if they play Bryant, I would look to bet Texas Southern against Bryant.
2: That would be the play in 16. That's the type of insight we to, get on. Yeah, I time.
3: mean that's that's where you're looking at. I mean. <laughs> the a&M Corpus Christi probably would be will be a team in there, assuming
2: they hold on against southeastern Louisiana. But Texas Southern pretty clearly a play in 60. All right. Those are the thoughts of some of these small conference tournament teams. We have one more conference tournament game yet to tip. We'll preview that big west. If you dare. Next up, next update you on UCLA, Arizona on the other side. This is Bet Center on VCEN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, and Humans, Jonathan Tobel, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today and get the betting guide plus full access to vSIN through April 5th for only $19 at vSIN.com slash Madness. A lot of madness going on right now. Back with Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson with you. Hour number three of four here on VEASAN Bet Center. We got our, our guy uh, Brian Ortega running the show behind the glass. Nick, Mikhail. I'll you know, leave out last names there at, at the request of one. Nicholas, as you are, Jeff, in the middle of a sweat right now.
3: Oliver. Yeah, uh, don't forget Oliver. Oh, sorry. I, you, I you forget right. Oliver. I forget he, He's here too. Uh, two sweats going right now. The Islanders of Texas A&M Corpus Christi leading <laughs> Southeastern Louisiana by three. I like how you led with that. In, uh, <laughs> well, that's because that's the one I'm ahead in right now. That's why I leveled that. There you go. And then, uh, look, I will say this. This has been awfully impressive from Arizona over the last 10 minutes of game time. A Terry of all people going off for the uh, for the Cats up eight with four and a half minutes to go. This, again, would be still to me very more important than UCLA. But this would be awfully impressive of Arizona to win this conference tournament, especially in the fashion that this game has been played. Really, this game has been played at Arizona's pace. And if Arizona's be able to control the pace against a team like UCLA, be able to p- control the pace against anyone in the country at this point.
2: Ben. and That's how we, we pointed out before, in the two meetings in the regular season in which these two teams split, they played to the exact same number of possessions each time, Jeff. And yet, I mean, it was all about Arizona's ability to be efficient on the offensive end. They're I mean, they've been so good tonight. 49% from the field, 7 to 14 from three, hit their free throws, 19-22. And in a game where Benedict Matherin came out ice cold, he has still put up 25 points, seven assists, and, and chipped in with a few rebounds as well. UCLA does get does get a big bucket to answer. So 7870 now, 330 to play. I am seeing Arizona laying eight-and-a-half even money live. Remember, they closed in this spot two, couple one-and-a-halves in the market. Right? But remember, they were they were an underdog for a good portion of this game with UCLA leading by five at the half. So there were middle opportunities here, Jeff. We had the sense this is going to be a tight game, but if you're a UCLA nice back and you're, you're in need of uh, some help, this, I, Arizona it, gets a bucket.
3: This is very, very impressive. Very impressive from Arizona 80 in the to second seven. half.
2: Ah, uh, you're you're you're
3: you're ahead of the television, then Ben Wilson. But, I'm sorry, seventy-eight. 78. But but, uh, but look, this is very impressive from from Arizona. Uh, again, uh is answering again. But uh, look, we'll say this: Arizona's ceiling is. It, 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 they, of course, it's it's stupid to say this about a team that's going to be a one seed. But they are obviously they're one of the eight to ten teams that are clearly capable of winning the national championship. And any other year, basically, other than maybe last year. Arizona would be the number one overall seed in the in the tournament. That just speaks to how good and how great Gonzaga's resume ended up being. So, look, I, there will be some. I can guarantee there will be some tomorrow that will say, oh, Arizona should be the number one overall seed and get the West instead of Gonzaga. No, 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 no. Gonzaga still should get the number one overall seed. But for Arizona, that plus 650 isn't going to be there in the morning Mm-mm. if they hold on. I can tell you that. But, I again, for a year where in the middle of January, I thought, all right, well, Sixteen to one, I'll take that. Fourteen to one, I'll take that. I'm Like these tickets, probably one once the tournament comes around. Even though I'm not 100% fully sold, having a one seat in your pocket at 14 to one and 16 to one is a pretty nice spot for me to be.
2: Hey, you were the back in December when we were doing these shows, Jeff. You were, you were the first. Per, you were the first person Damn. to uh, to mention Arizona as a team you thought could be Damn. a legitimate uh, tournament title contender. 78-72, Arizona leads under four media timeout. 251 to go laying seven or seven and a half right now. They've outscored UCLA 43-32 in the second I half. I will say this, too. There is a distinct possibility that
3: Arizona plays Bryant in the first round of the NCAA tournament in a 116, who uh, Bryant, of NEC. course, won the NEC behind Peter Kiss scoring a ton of points, and uh, near their, their fans Bryant acting like total out. total uh, buffoons. Is a the nice stands. way to put it. But uh, that is, those would be legitimately two top five tempo teams in the country. There will not be a total be able to be set high enough for that game. I
2: was gonna say because like,
3: Arizona would score 110 points on them, easily yeah. score 110 on them.
2: Would you dare set that at like? One, I mean,
3: I'd say 178 and a half would be like the low water mark. <laughs>
2: the low water yeah. mark. Well, you remember last year, Arkansas and Colgate got bent through the roof. Yeah, I had Colgate. That was the public. Uh, yeah, the, that the was the public. The public, one. The public dog. But but uh, once but like
3: there. once like again, 178 and a half for a college basketball game is asinine. It's just asinine how high it is but I mean for that I project that to be Arizona 105, 105 to uh to 73 that eh. might actually have to be higher because Arizona's, <laughs> be Arizona's, Arizona's not gonna not going be a 20 27 point favorite in that game probably
2: maybe higher yeah might be higher guys but- <laughs> I don't, and I, I have, to, I would doubt it. It gets open that be high.
3: Maybe would be 20, 22 in that scenario. If it was one, uh, I would guess
2: that opens low. If it, that was the case, it would open low 170s, Jeff, and you would see just an insane move to the over. But maybe, uh, maybe well, I'm remember, just, we, maybe maybe so it's we, wishful we, we thinking. We will see
3: this. Who knows? But if it's in the 170s, it's a pound in the over. If that were to be the matchup, the other yeah. thing you have to be careful with that is that Brian is, if Arizona gets a play in 16s, and it's Brian, you have to wait till uh, wait till uh, Correct. Wednesday night. Because Arizona's more than likely getting sent to San Diego, which is a Friday-Sunday. That's a
2: very good point you make on that. All right. We do have, though, Jeff, one more conference tournament game tonight yet to tip off. We'll get your thoughts a little bit later here on the five conference tournament championship games we'll have tomorrow before Selection Sunday. And the brackets are actually revealed. But Big West tonight, staying in Las Vegas, that's been a theme of one of the five conference tournaments here in Sin City at the brand-new Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Cal State Fullerton, Long Beach State. We're seeing a lot of late action here, Jeff, to the Titans of Cal State Fullerton. Both of these teams uh, were not necessarily long shots, but they were not near the tournament favorites. Long Beach 5-1, to one, the third favorite, Fullerton at 7-1. to one. Uh, Yet Fullerton now steamed up, Jeff, here. I saw them as low as a pick a couple hours ago. They're now market-wide at minus 1.5, or as we're showing on your screen, 2 currently, at DraftKings, 136-year total. Long Beach State, though, under Dan Monson, former Gonzaga coach back in the day, hottest team in that league as they they close their season. Jeff on a 15 and two run. The
3: wrong team's favorite. I think the wrong team's favorite. I like I, 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 I like I, I UC Santa Barbara to win this tournament pre-tournament. Uh, this is one of those weird tournaments with a four and a five seed where, where it was them and uh, Santa Barbara and Irvine, and those were the two conference tournament favorites. And they're playing each other in their first game of the tournament. Santa Barbara beat Irvine, and then Santa Barbara kind of melted at the end of that game last night, and the 49ers took advantage of that, and Long Beach got and a, through. a
2: game winner at the Horn for yeah, Long Beach. Yeah, Long so. Beach
3: got through on the on the dramatics. I, I don't think the wrong team's favorite here. I, I, I probably will end up with a Long Beach ticket in the next 10 minutes. Uh, take, uh, take them outright. Get uh, get uh, Dan Monson back in the tournament, let's, baby. Let's go. Give, me, give us Long Beach and Gonzaga committee. Let's go.
2: Uh, now, I don't know that we would get that. That would
3: be That'd be a one sixteen, probably. That would be Long fun. Beach, Long Beach uh, probably Long, sixteen. And Long
2: Beach beat Fullerton by ten uh, at home earlier in, in the season. The yeah, they uh yeah. Leonardi would have them taking on Can- they would probably be out of the play in yeah,
3: they'd probably be they probably be the, Kansas
2: would be the match. My the matchup.
3: my guess is the winner of this game is the the best six
2: the right. in quotes best sixteen. So Kansas season. would make sense.
3: Yeah. So Kansas would make a lot of sense.
2: Yes. Dan Munson, there's a name, (laughs) has not been in the tournament since 2012. 2012. Long Beach was a 12 seed a decade ago and uh, and lost.
3: Casper Ware and company. That was a good team, actually.
2: Yeah. Good team. The beach, that's just uh, down the street from us uh, in in Henderson, Nevada here. Uh, As we go down the stretch, UCLA, Arizona, into the final minute. Uh, UCLA, I'm showing on my screen here. 80 to 76 is the score. So uh, we're watching on, on screen uh, on our behind. TVs a little behind. But the UCLA does get the, uh, t- about to get the takeaway. They will get a bucket here. So four-point game with under a minute to go. Arizona, five-and-a-half-point live favorite. Man, is this going to be a good one. Been, uh, it's been a phenomenal game. Been a phenomenal game the whole way through. Again, these teams,
3: both, uh, both as we've said all night, Arizona clear number one seed, UCLA. I think they've shown enough this week in Vegas that they should be safely on the three line. I I know there may have to be some moving and shaking around, but they're pretty clearly one of the 12 best teams in the country. They deserve a three seed, Ben. The problem is uh, Tennessee, a team that could have slid down, is if anything, going to move up. Villanova's not going anywhere off their Big East title. Uh, Texas Tech probably shouldn't move down because they lost to Kansas in the Big 12 title game it may be hard for UCLA to slide up to the three.
2: Well, e- even if they lose this game, and again, down four with a minute to go UCLA, this has been a type of performance that would indicate to you, Jeff, as you point out, like they, they can make a, a run where they've oh, had they've four clearly, guys, four guys yeah. in double figures. They've got and like Hakez, Jazang, Campbell, and Bernard have all played well tonight, even though Haquez is 0 for 5 from 3. Everything else he's done has been uh, very productive and a, a double-double for Hakez, 18 and 10. So you would, you would think, Jeff, that if those, especially with that core four, those guys... In sync, playing on the same page. They'll be live, not to make another deep run. And we now, we now await here fifty-five point two to go from T-Mobile in Las Vegas.
3: Based off like universal bracketology things, UCLA. If you're telling me Wisconsin is better than UCLA, you're not just not watching at this point. So, well, I, I would, I would have with UCLA
2: over Wisconsin for that last three. Seasons. You have accused the committee of worst things in the past. <laughs> but,
3: I, I have and Wisconsin has a uh, perfect record of ruining my tournament in some do. fashion. They
2: do. That is so. a that is a fact that we cannot really capitalize on in the betting market we just know that it has. All right. Dwayne Colucci runs the race at Sportsbook at the Rampart. He joins us next here on and Bet Center. This is Bet Center on and the sports betting network. Get an early start on your college hoops tournament betting with VEASAN's full court bracket betting coverage starting tomorrow with 6 hours of free live video streaming on VEASAN.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every game. The VEASAN College Hoops experts including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel and Tim Murray will have, analyze every game and discuss with the bookmakers making the lines to find the best early value. Don't wait for the lines to move, start your bracket and round 1 tournament betting with the VEASAN College Hoops experts tomorrow. At 6 p.m. Eastern, it's free on VSEN.com. It's over in Las Vegas. Not for us. We're still. We're still here. No, we're air, still. God. We're still here. It we're is still, over at T-Mobile. We're, we're still betting. <laughs> we're, Jeff is still. Jeff is actively actively betting Long Beach State. That yeah, I, J, I, in, J, I just took. You're in that. pocket. All right. I'm in. Plus one and a half. Nah, just money landed. Okay, there we go. Plus what 105 there? Uh, the yeah. beach against, against Cal State Fullerton. Our final game of the night, Big West tournament in Henderson. just outside of Las Vegas here. We, though, at T-Mobile in uh, the heart of Las Vegas, off the Strip, Arizona, massive second half as they outscore UCLA 49-36, a game that goes well over uh, the the pregame total there of 143 or 143.5. Wildcats cover the one-and-a-half point spread, 84-76. Winners of the Pac-12 tournament. Want to get our guest thoughts on this game because these are two teams who will certainly factor heavily into the madness with the brackets coming up tomorrow. So let's welcome him in. He's Dwayne Colucci. Our guy over at the rampart runs the race and sports book. They're going to be a very busy man. He's always busy, but especially this time of year uh, with the brackets coming out tomorrow, uh, Dwayne, as always, you're whenever you come on, you're the star of the show. So thank you for joining us uh, here on Vison bet center. Uh, what did you, what did you make of the performance we just watched over at T-Mobile there with Arizona, erasing that five point halftime deficit, knocking off UCLA.
4: Yeah, that was amazing, Ben. I'll tell you the truth. And thank you for all the accolades you guys always give me. It's a real pleasure to join you guys. And, you know, Arizona is definitely a, a top team, and we saw – awesome handle at the Rampart and South Point on this particular matchup. And they just really came to play, you know, a fabulous second half, 47 point second half, overcoming a deficit, just a well-rounded team. They're now 30, uh, 30 and three, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we have them. Jeff was talking to me off air at four to one to win the title at the Rampart and South Point. So definitely well bet. We also have the uh, group matchups that is a very interesting prop that Chris Andrews put together And they are actually in the second group, Group B, Arizona, and now sitting at plus 250. So, uh, you know, it opened at plus 220, was up to three to one, and now plus 250. And you get Arizona, Baylor, LSU, Michigan State, and Duke, and Iowa in that massive uh, Group B. So that Group B looks very good, guys. And I love this prop that Chris and the boys put together at South Point. Uh, Just great to be affiliated with them, and it's attracting uh, definite handle on that proposition so we have many options guys and definitely Arizona has come to play they ought to pack 12 champions and they're gonna make some noise in the big dance
3: Dwayne, uh, just just a, a general question here before we get back into uh, everything uh, that's going on the rest of this weekend how does this week the conference tournament week where there are obviously a lot more games this week than there are during the NCAA tournament and you throw the NIT in there as well I guess How does this week compare handle wise of course I know the NCAA tournament is the biggest event period but how how is this year this week of conference tournaments as more and more games come about how does this week usually do for you guys behind the counter.
4: Oh, it's fabulous, Jeff. You know, it's a major attraction. Everybody loves the conference championships. And especially when you have uh, four or five of them taking place here in Las Vegas, it's just a great feel. And, you know, it's synonymous with sports betting, these conference championships. So great handle at the Rampart and the South Point. And it's, uh, you know, not like the first two days, obviously coming up Thursday and Friday of this week, but definitely it's starting arrival and uh it's great that COVID has now subsided because we could get our handle back in the groove and definitely start to follow a pattern that we used to, you know, back in 1819 before the pandemic. So definitely it's important to get that and great handle as always, Jeff. So that's a great question. And uh definitely when you have Arizona, UCLA, even UNLV, you know, they were able to play and, uh, uh, you know, they played a fabulous game despite losing. And you have that tournament always out here. You have Gonzaga, the number one team in the country in Las Vegas. So this just creates handle. It's fabulous.
2: Yeah, no, and thanks for taking us through that too, Dwayne, because it's like, we we can just say, we know you're busy, but we don't really know like specifically like, how busy you're know, how, how, the, <laughs> how the magic actually happens. I get Dwayne Colucci with us here on Visa and Bet Center. Give him a follow at Dwayne, an outstanding follow both on the, on the Gram and and the Twitter machine as well. Dwayne, we look, though, ahead to tomorrow because we still have five conference tournament title games to go before we get the brackets released. So it's still going to be a full day for you guys, still games to book before the brackets are released, and then the craziness really begins. One game that stood out here, just looking at some of the betting markets, Iowa and Purdue, which is the last game before the committee will release its field of 68, has, has seen some differencing of lines here in the market. I see some shops as low as one and a half. I see others in the two, two and a half, uh, area in that game there, Iowa-Purdue in the Big Tw- uh, Big Ten final. You guys currently hanging a three right now at the South Point Rampart shops. What do you make of that uh, big matchup there with a couple teams who've had a very adventurous run so far through the Big Ten tournament?
4: Yeah, Ben, we saw some uh, quick handle on this game at the Rampart and South Point. We opened it at one Purdue, and now we're sitting at three. So we're seeing the favorite uh, take a lot of action. The Sharps jumped on it real quick, and, uh, you know, the wise guy betters. But, you know, this is wide open. Iowa's playing fabulous, and this is a great, great matchup. It seems like the Big Ten has beaten each other all year, and uh, you're seeing this pattern. So it's hard to get a good feel and read on this conference because there's been so many different battles and uh, teams beating each other, but Purdue looked really well uh, played well today and Iowa's was playing fabulous. So a uh, great handle on this game. It is the final game and definitely is going to be uh, important in the seating for the tournament. But uh, yeah, we're seeing Purdue action then across the board early and often. So we'll see how it closes up though. Iowa has been fabulous. Like I said, so I see some buyback and smell some.
3: Dwayne, of course, uh, everyone loves a darling this week, and Texas A&M has settled in to be said darling this week. The eighth seed in the Southeastern Conference in the final tomorrow against Tennessee, six and a half, uh, the number that you have. There is a rogue seven out there as well. Uh, Dwayne, when you see a team like this just upset after upset after upset, three upsets in a row uh, from the betting perspective for the Aggies, You just see people come in and blindly just money line and take the points with the team like the Aggies since they're on this hot streak uh, trying to get into the dance.
4: Yeah, definitely, Jeff. I mean, look at it. They they beat Arkansas by like 20. So yeah, people love a Cinderella. And you know how that is with uh, Sister Jean and all these different parodies and angles. You're going to see a lot of people betting Duke and uh, Coach K's last year. So there's definitely different angles. And you do see blind bets, similar to the Vegas Golden Knights out here in Las Vegas, where people just come and bet, just give me the Golden Knights. When you have a Cinderella like Texas A&M and you're getting six and a half, seven, points you definitely see people come to the window and bet on teams like this and definitely parlay them as well with the points and they're playing really well now 23 and 11 big game against uh you know beating Arkansas so uh I like their chances with six and a half points and I would definitely be looking at the underdog in this matchup but it's definitely going to be a tough one you know how do you keep winning how do you keep beating quality teams and Tennessee definitely is so we know how this is going to play out we'll watch it and uh enjoy the handle and the betting across the
2: board without a doubt Dwayne Colucci big sister gene guy we we says we certainly (laughs) know uh from behind the counter speaking of behind the counter before we let you go you You mentioned Duke, and it's going to be another uh, popular team to bet on, but uh, look, two stink bombs they've delivered here in the last couple of weeks. What's your thought uh, from your position behind the counter on, uh, on Duke going forward as we enter the big dance?
4: Well, like I said, Ben, we're going to get a lot of action on Duke, no matter how they play down the stretch. You know, the tournament is a different animal. We have them at 7-1 at the Rampart and South Point to win the whole title. Uh, They're also in that Group B, like I spoke about. So you're getting some real quality teams in there when you include Arizona, Duke, and Iowa. So, you know, it's going to be uh, definitely uh, an important stretch for Coach K. He's going to definitely be coaching his heart out. The players are going to want to support him. But like you said, I mean, you look at the North Carolina law, that was brutal. Uh, you know they've just not played well as of late, and you don't want to go limping into the dance. You want to have a little momentum and a little feel. I think they'll go uh, rally and definitely be possibly in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. I want to see how the bracket plays out. It's hard to determine because I don't know the matchups as of yet right. and the seedings, and we're going to see how that plays out,
2: guys. Right, going to be fascinating to watch as we are. Uh, yeah, we are under 24 hours away till Selection Sunday. Our guy Dwayne Calu. You follow him at NY Bookie. Dwayne runs the race sports Sportsbook over at the Rampart. Going to be great atmosphere over there, uh, starting Tuesday with the first four and all the way through uh, the entirety of the NCAA tournament. Dwayne, as always, uh, and a, a, and a massive pleasure for us to have you on the show. We thank you, as always. Have a great rest of your weekend and uh, best of luck here with the craziness of March Madness about to start uh, tomorrow in full.
4: Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Jeff. Always a pleasure.
2: Jeff and I, I think we'll, we'll be paying a visit over there. You'll, you'll I'd run. say it's, so. It's a great, great place to watch. I mean, anything, but especially March Madness, uh, and, and, be, and partly because Jeff, you're you're going to be buying, right? Because uh, you're on Island Time over here. Island. The time. Islanders. Let's go. Let's go. Get the job done. Uh, <laughs> And they are, as they four-seed in the Southland, your Southland tournament. That, that is the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders for anyone who is Thank wondering the clarification. What, what Islanders we are talking Seventy-three, sixty-five 73 over Southeast Louisiana. Two games still to go in progress tonight. We'll update you on those. Start our previews of the Sunday Card 5 Conference Tournament games next. This is Beth Center on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. The KFC Chicken Sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger-licking good. Order the KFC Chicken Sandwich today as uh, we, get, we get ready for March Madness. You can also, you know, feast on your share of the cash. Too, too. Play free for a cut of thirty thousand dollars in cash prizes. Go to DraftKings.com/slash. KFC March Mania eligibility restrictions. Apply, apply. See for details. Chicken is great, Jeff. March Madness is great. So we're, we're combining the two. That's that's essentially what is going on there. We're also trying to combine your bets as well tonight because you've you've had a good run uh, for the most part here. And, no, then, I, and now that you're on island time, Jeff, you can sit back and I, enjoy I, a KFC Chicken. I will, say the, the I will say the one thing, even though they've been a cash cow this week,
3: because oh, uh, uh, oh, no pun intended there, uh, but, but, what a guy. Uh, but, what a uh, professional. But on Tuesday on primetime action, I had I I filled in for Adam Burke, who was filling in for Matt Brown. If you followed
2: that. Oh, there. okay. All right.
3: But we were talking about the, these conference futures, and uh, I got going through it and, and we're getting the SEC and Texas AM was 70 to 1 behind us here at Circa. I said on the air, oh, if you really want to go crazy and go down to board, you can take a shot on Texas A&M. They play a style that's, that, that's conducive to making teams really get into fits. They played Auburn really well. They actually should have beat them at Auburn Arena. At Bed
0: 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
1: Now, I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: Earlier in the year, and lo and behold, Texas A&M sitting in the conference title game. You know who designed have a ticket on Texas A&M? Myself. The guy Didn't sitting... I mind. have bet him every single game this week, which was good. But, uh, but still, regardless, what is going on in the Big West game? Why is a ref talking to someone at the edge? Ooh, we have a ref. We we might have a ref injury here, Ben.
2: You might need to drive on oh, over, to might, might, center, over to the Dollar Loan Center. Send Ortega
3: over to the Dollar Loan Center and let Brian uh, officiate uh, the rest of the game. One of,
2: one of our officials, yes, appears to have pulled some pulled sort a calf. of calf. I mean, if Mike uh, Mike Pereira was with us, uh, you know, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, you know, if Mike was standing by, he could. He could get over there, but I don't, alas, I don't think that is, uh, that is going to happen. We're just underway in that game. Long Beach state six Cal state Fullerton, five, uh, five minutes into that game. Again, they, they go off Fullerton does as your, uh, your number two seed in this game, Long Beach state, who was the number one seed, but still five to one to win the tournament, three to one or third best odds out of that grouping. They go off as one and a half point or two point underdog. So as we watch the refs try to stretch it out, and this is the latest you know, late game of the night, Jeffs. So all the other refs, you know, in the area, I mean, they've, you know, they've worked their games. Uh, we'll see what happens there. New Mexico State in our other game, 55-40. That's also in Vegas. WAC championship over at Orleans. I've got that New Mexico State minus three ticket. Closed five and a half. 55-40. Seven minutes to go, Jeff. And they really they really have not been under pressure most of this game. Up uh, now to a 15 and a half point live favorite. 120 and a half is your total.
3: Well, the key against Abilene Christian is not turning the ball over and giving them points. And New Mexico State's done a very good job protecting the ball and Look, when you're significantly more talented than Abilene Christian, which a lot of teams are, they're going to win. And they're up 17 with six and a half to go. Abilene Christian has looked totally out of gas offensively. And talk about a team that isn't any good offensively to begin with, uh, When especially when they're not forcing turnovers. So, look, I, again, I am very happy when the good teams in the smaller conferences handled their business in the conference tournaments. And New Mexico State is one of those good teams handling their business in the smaller conference tournaments. The only way to get in would be winning at the Orleans. And, as is, oh, that probably should be a foul. Oh, I didn't call it. But regardless, uh, they're handling their business up 17 with
2: six minutes to go. They've only turned it over 11 times to Mexico State tonight. That's
3: exact. Look, that may seem like a lot to some, but 11 turnovers in 34 minutes against Abilene Christian, that's like having four against a regular
2: team. ACU forces 21 and a half a game. They forced over 60 in their first three games, they, they forced over 500 combined this year. That That's the bet most in the country. So that is that is the Ooh. one thing the Wildcats do, and that's what they did last year when they upset Texas. And in the game uh, about 10 days ago against Lamar,
3: Lamar had more turnovers than points
2: for more than 30 yeah. minutes of the game. Rough year for the Cardinals. Yeah, not good. Uh, of, not good. Pat of, Knight of back? I, I don't know. No comment <laughs> on that one. I, uh, and also, in my under my category, Jeff, of bets, I wish I would have made that second half total at 67 and a half. I mean, we're at we're at, we're at 46 now with 554 to go. And Abilene Christian, I mean, cannot really score. So I'm kind of regretting not making that. But yeah, look, okay. yeah,
3: look, be very happy with your your, happy. your your off number minus three last night. And uh, you're in pretty good shape here, barring a uh, really just what would be a wackadoo collapse by a team yeah. that is just much better. Again, up 15 five. Again, if there's a team that could force turnovers and sure. force a collapse, it is Abilene Christian. That way, Boy, it we'll is see. a year later.
2: By the way, Ben and I am still aggravated that Texas found a way to lose that game. I mean, two, like two different in-game bets last year: the Purdue and the Texas in-game round one losses. That, that, uh, that. I, I, I mean, I know you and I were both on the Texas, uh, the Texas in-game yeah. number against Abilene Christian, especially the Texas game. Still, the most confounding in-game loss. I think I've ever had.
3: I Christian shot 28% <laughs> from the field and won is a 14 seed. Like that should not
2: be possible. That's so if you're new to betting, March Madness, <laughs> get ready for stuff like that. Things that just make no sense.
3: I took 28% from the field and you upset a three, a team that I that, that, that I'm pretty sure humans had in the national championship. Game. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah.
2: Humans had yeah national championship game. I, I, I had my Purdue uh, to make the Sweet 16 bet and then bet him again in-game when they go to overtime against North and Texas. And
3: then, then the would... reverse half the, the, Again, last year's tournament, just to tie it to this yes. year's tournament betting-wise here real quick, because last year's tournament had the most seed upsets of all time. It is going to be very hard to ever see a tournament like that again. I will say this, though. Because there have been enough good teams that have gotten through their conference tournaments on the smaller end and and that's usually why you don't see a lot. Like, even though in recent years we've seen more 15 seeds. We finally got the 16 over one, even though, let's face it, that might have been the most fluky thing ever to happen in the tournament where a team was was one of the best defensive teams of all time and gave up 50 points and a half to a 16 seed. Regardless. The uh it's good you have the potential this year because there are a lot of teams like Chattanooga, who we saw win in a miracle on Monday night. They're gonna be a 13 seed. That's a really good basketball team that has legitimate power five talent on that team. Somebody at who got booted out of Kansas for the NCAA violations and is there now. They have Malachi Smith. Uh, UAB, who we mentioned earlier, legitimate team. By the way, I might have undersold them. They're probably going to be more likely to be a 12
2: than a 14. They're now t- they're now 46 than Ken Palm after yeah. tonight. Like yeah. there
3: are. There are uh, Murray State, again, even though they're not really a Cinderella because they might be an eight seed and wearing the home jerseys in the first game. Uh, Loyola, Chicago. Like, again, there are a lot of these mid-major teams that, traditionally speaking, would be on. uh, Cakewalks. Destroyed in the first round. No, 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 no. There are a lot of good teams. And again, like, again, we're talking about the Mountain West getting four teams potentially. A league that hasn't gotten multiple bids much recently. Or more than two bids, I should say. Uh, You're dealing with, again an ACC that stinks this year and probably realistically only deserves four bids, but that's a different argument for a different day, and that day would be tomorrow. But, <laughs> we'll we'll but, get to that argument but, probably but, tomorrow. But uh, but look, uh, it, this has the setup to be a, it, again, it's hard to get as many seat ups as we did last year because there's an all-time record. There is potential, again, like, especially when you have the power, these traditional big conferences where the ACC is down. The Big Ten's going to get a lot of teams in the tournament, but that conference, you want to tell me that conference is good this year? Purdue's the best team in the conference, and they're at the 100th in defense in Kenpo Iowa, Iowa, Iowa may win the conference tournament with a, also a bad defense. Like, like <laughs> They're just not that good. Like They're upset prone. Wisconsin, if you take their best player out, as we saw against Nebraska, looks like a team that doesn't even deserve to be in the NIT. There are a lot in a year where you have good mid-major lower seeds against mediocre power five teams that will be overseeded because of the conference they play in. That is a up that is a environment that is ripe to see a lot of covering by the by, by the by the lower division teams and potentially outright upsets by a fourteen, maybe even a few thirteens. We always get the twelve over to five. I, I those are definitely in play. I'm not willing to go 15 over two like Peterson did last year with uh oh,
2: that was with, time, with but...
3: Oral Roberts over Ohio State less than five minutes into our program
2: last year, but you get the right 15 against the wrong two, it's not impossible. You're right. Alec. it's the it's the perfect combination of factors and events that could take place. Uh, you mentioned though the Big Ten. What do you think about uh, tomorrow? Well, we'll begin here with our preview of the five. Conference Betting tournament title games tomorrow. Well, when you have teams 96 and 102 in Ken Palm defense, that would seem fair. And 148 is our current number out there right now. But are you in? Are you buying this steam move here overnight to Purdue, Jeff, from yes, one to three? Yeah,
3: yes, yes, yes. Hey, Come on, like you—you you want me to bet on a friend McCaffrey team to win three straight games in a conference tournament? Excuse me, four straight games in the conference tournament after
2: just I'm after sorry, a miracle after, bank after, trade. Get, after
3: getting very lucky to beat Indiana earlier today. I think Purdue. I think that it's also not a great matchup for for Iowa. I will say, uh, Murray, Murray does produce matchup nightmares. Key Murray's really good, and Purdue's horrible defensively. He could have a big game and make things interesting, but in the
2: end, I 148, 148 to low on this game. I mean, they played to the 156 yeah. on, on only 66 possessions. Yeah. In the right, like, <laughs> That's the Great thing. Great defense there. Great defense. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I like the over more than anything. Uh, right. More than anything. In that We're game. through three hours on Visa are Still one more to go. Couple conference tournament title games still to decide, and much more still to come in our final hour. Right after this, here on Visa, the sports betting network.